I introduce to you my homie, the man that's here for the people, FNM Brewer, hero of the community, my man Tyrone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here today. I want to appreciate everyone coming here to the podcast. I'm here for you. I'm here for the community. I'm here for the little ones that's in here playing magic on FNM. I am your FNM hero. I am the community hero. Thank you. And come to me. Come join me here at MTG Brainstorm. Yo, what's going on? What's good? It's your boy Tyrone here for another episode of MTG Brainstorm. What's going on, folks? Episode number 43. That's right, number 43. Glad to be back. Glad to have y'all here. But I have to say, this episode is going to be smooth episode. That's right. I got the other smooth voice brother here in uh, in the MTG uh, community, my boy Marcel. What's up, homie? What's up, Tyrone? How you doing? Glad to be on this cast, one of the smoothest casts out there. That's right, man. I'm telling you, man. I've been wanting to get you on the podcast forever because my uh, homie, us, uh, homie Scotty Matt, you know, he jumps on every once in a while when he when he's cans, sometimes when he's driving at work, whatever, you know. But it, it's nice to have somebody else on in the community uh, um, to come on the cast and you know, and basically come on and talk because you know I consider my cast to be more of a you know laid back, not stick to a hard script. Basically, just this table talk, man. You know, just like getting a group of people sit down and, and talking. And once again, I want to thank you for coming on today, man. Not a problem. Yeah, I like your cast because you, you know you got a real good competitive, casual feel to it, and you just you know there's definitely elements of you trying to figure out and broom and decks, and you know you're figuring out your decks and you're just playing out your ideas, what's going on in your head, and I, I you know I think that's really constructive and it's good stuff for there for people to listen to. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I just, I just try to get people not to, um, you know, you know, everybody gets on the internet, they, they look and see what's playing good for that week. But nine times out of ten, most people don't have those cards. Cause, you know, most people, you see, like, they got this, you know, it's like, wow, I can't believe he has that. Nine times out of ten, most people on there don't even have those cards. The cards are borrowed from somebody else. And, you know what I'm saying? Cause you hear them talk about it all the time. Like, yeah, I, I didn't have this card, so I had to go to this vendor and somebody said, hey, here, take my cards. So I have a certain amount of cards. So I just want people to know is that you don't have to have those cards to be able to make a good, decent type of deck. Especially, especially FNM wise. If you're competitive, yes, you're gonna need something competitive. But, uh, what do you think about that? I mean, I'm a big fan. I grew up on casual magic. When I actually first played magic, I really didn't know how to play magic correctly and even, it, it took me to get on moto to actually learn the rules right right so i've always been a casual player and um I've, i remember when i first you know started playing moto that's really like when magic was uh i got i got you know a foot in the ass about how magic is supposed to be and how it's supposed to be played and um i was you know angry at the people that had shock lands and people that were playing these uh like uh solar flare i was playing at the rabbit at the time so oh, okay. those decks would be Angel Fire decks, they were just like, you know, Mortivore, they were just really, I was, I was tilting hard, and it was like, you know, I felt bad that I didn't have these cards, so, you know, I tried to play more of the casual formats, and I had a lot of fun, I mean, I mean, I made some great decks back then that, even now that I, I look back and I try to, you know, encompass some of the fun that I had with those decks, and, um, really try to, I use those as inspiration, even though now that I look back at those decks, those decks are really kind of not that great. 
but you know at the time I had a lot of fun and I think really that's what magic's about it's like you know if you're going to be competitive yeah it's going to be not as fun you're going to do a lot more grinding but you can have a lot of fun just playing dirtily decks in essence you know I mean you don't have to be on the top tier one only you know shout out to uh, heavy meta but uh yeah um <laughs> I think yeah, it's all about having fun with magic. That's that's what it should be about. Exactly, because I think if you lose that fun, then then that's what uh, uh pretty much it, it it really is like. Okay, I I'm done. You know, I mean, I had that had that feeling a couple a few few months ago. I was like, I'm just going else, but really it was Diablo's fault. It really wasn't. <laughs> I was stuck on Diablo really hard because I just finally got my computer back up, able to play it. But uh, yeah, man, it's just you know way I look at it is. I feel like, you know, it's like my obligation, you know, to get my voice out there and get these thoughts in people's heads. And especially when it comes to the young ones. I mean, cause, cause without them, this game will not go on. And, and I know I don't make a profit from it. I know, you know, I'm not getting paid by wizards or anything. Anybody affiliated with anybody. I have no host, whatever. All things on the site. I pay for myself. I do everything myself. It's, I just believe. Because what Magic has done for me, you know, back in the day, you know, growing up, um, you know, I ain't gonna lie, when I was growing up, growing up younger, I was having, you know, trouble staying concentrated with reading, reading words, doing things, keep myself, you know, entertained, whatever, you know, Magic brought that, that calmness, calmness to us, because we had a, had a Magic Club in my, in my high school. And when I, jo- yeah, when I joined that, I went from, went from a D student to a B student, because I was always reading cards, I was, Always, you know, because uh, back in the day, I don't know if you remember, they used to have like those magic magazines. Yeah, they used to come up. Quest yeah, yeah, I, I used to read those all the time. So you know, I mean, it, it does something does something to me. But now I, I do believe the game has totally changed. I, I think magic is more of a loan shark now, especially with all this this stuff coming up. Because actually, I was listening listening to uh, um um Kevin Mel came over today, and um. They're talking about how you know these shops are, are uh, you know guiding these prices and stuff on stuff, you know, on things. And to me, that that really hurts the younger players because they think that they're going that they're going to need it. They go, oh, I don't need this, so I need to play that, and, and it's not true. You know, I mean, it's not true at all. Yeah, I think that's uh, that kind of practice um, is just bad uh, business. You know, um, if you, I'm on Brainstorm Brewery. If you guys don't know, your listeners don't know. That's a financial podcast, so. I'm not the necessarily the, the financial guy. I know a little bit about financials, but my other co-hosts are like, you know, they're traders and whatnot. So they deal with a lot of scumbag stories and, you know, bad uh, local game stores and manipulation of prices. And there's a lot of that that goes on in Magic. And the problem is, is that, you know, this is a commodity game. Like, you know, um, you got Mythic Bears that are going for $20. You got, you know, the, a guy got killed over his collection, $100,000 collection in Florida. Because what? You didn't hear about that? Oh, tell me, tell, tell me about that. Oh yeah, there's some guy in Florida. I guess he he was I, I forgot his name, um, but he he was playing and he met these two brothers uh, through I guess his local game store, uh-huh. and they developed a friendship. Went to his house and they found out you know he had a pretty sizable collection with some Power Nine and whatnot uh-huh. beta. So um, somehow they killed him and then buried his body in up in like Maryland, I believe. What the? What? Yeah. Over. You got to be okay, folks. All right. Straight up. If you need cars that bad, you need to quit playing the damn game, son. I mean, for real. That is some straight idiotic stuff, man. That's terrible. 
Open that some that damn, is terrible. Damn magic cards. It's not that. It's not that deep for real. Well, I mean, you got you got to take into consideration it's because it's, it's a thing of value. If anybody had anything that's worth $100,000, have it be drugs, have it be TV, have it be gold, have it be anything that's worth that amount of money. It's cardboard. Kinda, kinda careful. It's cardboard, but people will pay the money. They, they obviously sold a bunch of the cards, so there's a there's an intrinsic value to these cards that, that people are going to relate to. So it may not just because they love the game so much that they wanted to kill the guy. If that was the reason, it's really beyond... But I think it was because of the value of his collection, yeah. and it, it, it's just like you know, there's predators out here. So it's kind of it's kind of really messed up that they went about you know developing this trust, obviously, and then come about to kill him to take his car. You couldn't just like take his cars and not kill the guy. There's not some way. I mean, I mean, not that I'm for it, but it's just like you know, this is really deplorable human behavior, and it's just like exactly. You know, I, sick. I, I I understand. I understand that you know totally. I mean this. I mean, yes, I mean, it's wrong either way it goes, it's wrong, but really, kill some, well, I, I guess people kill for less, I heard, you know, stories of people killing some, and, you know, you know how it is, you know, you know, back in the, you know, back in the area, you know, back in the slums, you know, uh, you know, yeah, from Oakland, and, yeah, and, uh, people get shot over, uh, over a dollar, dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, shooting craps, you know, paying for 25 cents, I guess that's my dollar, no, no, your, your, your dice loaded, you really gonna argue me about a dollar? Pick up the dollar, walk away, and shoot me in the back. I mean, the stuff like that is, is just—it's just, it just crazy, it's, man. It's, it's scary, and it, I mean, you just gotta take. Can't put anything past anybody. That's right. really what it boils down to. You can't be go about not trusting everybody and being just a skeptic, but at the same time, you always gotta leave yourself an out. It's like being a defensive driver. You know, with anybody, you gotta you gotta be able to have an out to get away. So if anything bad does go on, you got your means that you're not gonna be hurt as bad as it could be if you're just like caught in the. Wind. And uh, I did not know about that, man. I mean, that, that shit like that just, just, just fires me up. It makes me worry. And, and and basically, this is this is what we're talking about, making these cars so dang expensive, man. I, I, I mean, really. I know this kid probably probably cut grass, did did his chores, you know, make good grades in school, all kind of stuff to earn money to make this day. And you won't be a punk and 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 do that to that young child, man. I mean that. And I say young child because hell, I'm. I'm about to be 33 myself, and here now I don't care the kids if he's 16. I still consider him being a child, you know, because I have you know I have kids that are that age, and I be minding my stepson, but still they're my children. And in hearing stories like that, I'll be, whoo, boy, I don't, uh, mm, I don't care how old you are. If you do something like that, you had a nerve doing that, you deserve to be be beat like a man. Okay, that's all I gotta say. Anyway, about that, but yeah, that that right there. So you're talking about what happened at the at the uh, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 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 tell me about this. I heard you tell me briefly, so the people can know too. Um, okay, yeah. Um, on episode 42, I was talking about um, uh, Van Damme and somebody's ass. Okay, basically, the child, 12 years old. The guy was 30s, 30ish. I'm not sure exactly what age, whatever though. But um, the uh, young child. See, the one guy he was playing, I think, Red Black Zombies, and the uh, other kid he was playing. Um, Basically, like the, the white, blue, mid-range patrol, but he was, he was playing pillar flames with Snapcaster, going for all his stuff. So basically wasting them, you know what I'm saying? You know, you play Gravecrawler, okay, get rid of that. Play Gravecrawler, get rid of that, you know, okay. Then now he plays um the three-drop uh, um, zombie that, you know, he comes to play. Jaros Messenger. Jaros Messenger, yes. Play that. Just smoked him, both games. Didn't get a guy a chance. Then, then he comes swing over top with guys, you know, just like... Right, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's something he saw on Star City Games. Some list he, he, he got off that, you know. And, um, one is, uh, something like, like, same thing with the other, other kid, uh, somebody helped build his deck. 
So he got mad, flipped the tables, ripped up his geist. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um and stuff like that. But lucky enough my my brother man in Atlanta, like he said, it, it, you know, he karate chopped his ass, took his cards, traded his cards in to get the kids his card back and he's currently banned from the store. Oh yeah, see that's that's the right way to go about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad somebody stepped in and did the right thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. trade his cards in, buy the kid a new guy and yeah. do that. And 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 he's lucky that we did that. Cause once his, his, I guess the kid didn't yeah. know his dad. His dad was off duty police officer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know he, he could have went totally whole different way for this guy. But uh, yeah, he end up um, yeah end up getting banned. End up getting banned up out of there now. You know, got a lot of other guys up there took the little, took the little homeboy underneath his wing because because uh, you know because he's not. Let's say he's more. I think of. Uh, you know, younger, wears glasses, you know, book smart, you know, you, you, you can say nerdy, whatever, you, you know, but, you know, when I see nerdy, I, I consider myself being a nerd, you know, I'm, I'm all, you know, all about this type of stuff like that myself. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's very smart, but, you know, he's, you know, he's not the, he doesn't play sports, you know, he's, he's a chess cub type of kid, whatever, you know. So a lot of people pick on him. But then once this happened to him, and, you know, you know, then a lot of people, you know, went out of that. Yeah, because I mean, it's bad when you get bullied by a thirty-year-old, thirty-year-old uh, person. I wish my, whew, man, I yeah. wish I, I wish I was there. Because I, I, I would, took, I would punk him so hard, dude. I would took all his cards, everything, and told him to move on. Then I would. Yeah, he would have. He would have got a lot worse. He probably yeah. would have got asked for. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, because as a grown man, you're yeah. not gonna let another grown man do that to a kid. You just like if you're a man and yeah. you, you know you got a pair of balls on you. That could have been his have. son. Yeah, exactly. What if that was your kid or you know your your nephew or mm-hmm. whoever? You know, you're just gonna let somebody try to bulldoze. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. No. So I mean that that right there is what we're talking about. Kind of stuff we don't need in the community, man. We don't need to interrupt these kids and playing, you know, whatever. Oh, and um, also he destroyed his um play set of um um. Clip top retreats. So I mailed my my homie because uh, I had like twelve Cliff Robert Cheats. I mailed him a playset of Cliff Robert Cheats to that young kid to give him back. And, and the little kid sent me an email and said, "Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate it." I said, it's in the, "Even though I'm a thousand miles away, if you ever need anything, let me know." So that's cool. Good good stories. And hold hold on to them Cliff Top retreats because when Gate Crash comes, Boros is going to be oh hatched. Oh, so those, yeah, those yeah, going to yeah. go up. Yes, sir. Well, hey, I got eight. I still got I got two playsets. I'm straight. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Uh, you know, I mean, I would have kept them though, but since, you know, I felt like I had to do that for him because you know that's what I talk about. That's what I talk about. I don't want people to have it happen to people. So that's it's community building. Yeah, I mean, and that's something that you know people should learn. Like, magic is a community, and we got a lot of douchebags out here. Like what happened in with Star City Games, the people were bashing the um, the one transgender lady. And uh-huh. even the, the guy that said, oh, yeah, it was on SCG, oh, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, some of those, the, about those messages and stuff and everything. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. And then and then they said something about black people only can play Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, 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 I did not hear that. What the fuck? Oh, I wish you would. Oh, say that to me. Send me a message. I will find your ass. I wish a motherfucker would, dude. <laughs> I wish a motherfucker would. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, I tell you, this, this is a whole gangster show right now, you know what I'm saying? So uh, the, the whole script is off. I wish a motherfucker would say that to me, man. Are you serious? I don't think we play as Yu-Gi-Oh. What, what, what the fuck is this? 
Ooh, I did not hear nothing about that, man. Oh, 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 oh. it's been all over Twitter. I guess you've been on vacation. Yeah, is, is the yeah, big I, thing. yeah. I've, I, haven't, I haven't been on been on Twitter a lot. I've been uh, taking my daughters to the park, taking them to go to feed the ducks. You know, I, you know, been spending some uh, quiet time with the little one. And uh, I, yeah, and I, I, I want to start paying more attention to that, man. Yeah. Oh, cause trust me, if I heard about that, you know I wouldn't let that shit up. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're talking about giving them a a, a ban, an 18th month ban. Now I don't know about that policing Twitter. Now he did do it. I mean that's wrong, but you you take care of that within the community. You talk yeah. to him personally, yeah. you know. Well, so, well, I don't know. Well, if he done it over the you know base, okay. If first it was today, he did it. They need to leave him alone. But if he did on there knowing. No, constantly knowing that that's going to be shown over over the airwaves, then yes, they should ban his ass because he knows that people going to see it. If he, I mean, people, if people didn't know they was going to see it, then okay, I understand that'd be different. But people knew that he was going to see, uh, he knew that people was going to see it. So yes, basically, it's, it's like him being there but not being there at all. Ah. That's that's a good good point of making it. He's using the official hashtag. Yes. And then making it making it known, putting it on broadcast. So by then he's doing it. He's doing hateful hate speech in a way. Yeah, exactly. And, and and like I think uh, who was talking about that? I can't remember. They're talking about oh, it's my freedom of speech. No, we speak hate. It's no freedom of speech. Oh. It's, 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 it's not. It's, it's not in. And just let me, you get the freedom to get your ass whooped. Yeah, That's exactly. It. And for everybody, it's like, why are they talk about all this? Hey, listen. I mean, we're talking about this because it deal impacts everything with the community. Because also, you got to think about it. some of that may sprinkle off on some other little. Uh, like we talk about a young kid, he may be in the community here and there. Like, oh, is that how he talk? Well, that's someone I'm going to talk to. So basically, you, you know, what I'm saying, you know, it's it's not right thing to do. This game is supposed to be for enjoyment and spending time with your friends and hanging out with your homies, man. It's not fun to spend hate. If you got hate, go play something else. I mean, really, don't play nothing at all. Cause no matter what, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, uh, Gigimon, or wherever all the hell, hell Call of Duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish somebody would talk crap to me, Call of Duty. Cause it, I mean, it's, but that's all I go for. That's, uh, when that happens with Call of Duty, yeah. Cause, you know, I get called the N-word all the time on Call of Duty. Go back to your home country, all kind of crap. Yeah, and when I do, I die 52 times, but all 17 of my kills are all, all, all him. <laughs> all him. Blood in your eyes, huh? Yeah, you don't exactly. Get it. So, oh, that's all you can do is kill me? That's it? So, yes. That was my mission. So, I ain't going to meet you in real life. I ain't going to kick your ass in real life. I don't kick your ass in the virtual world. That's exactly why we're here. I'm gonna yeah. Exactly. I think it to your death. Man. I hear you. It's, it's about community building. And, yeah. and, and I mean, you get to that point. It's like, you, you gotta put your foot down. You can't let stuff like this happen. Oh. And you gotta, you gotta, you know, like, it's, it's watching out for everybody else. We're all in this together. You know, we want to have fun. And, and, and the end of the game, but this is a skit. This is a kid's game. You know, we're adults playing a kid's game and, don't take it too serious. Just have fun. Exactly. You know, like that. That's what it's for, man. This is for, you supposed to be, you know, yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, we're going to hang, hey, mom, you drop me off the car shop. I'm going to go play. Or, you know, even, even my age, you know, I don't, uh, like, like me, I haven't said, let's see how many years. It's been by, probably about four years since I drunk hard liquor. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because I don't, I don't feel that I need that in my life. Because when I was younger, 22, 23, that's all I did, man. I was, you know, I'm just going to spend a little bit of my, my past out there. I mean, that's what I did. Going to the clubs here and there getting sloppy and stuff like that. And I hate that. And that last day, I remember it was, it was probably it was what day it was. Yeah, it was June 12th on my, yeah, June 12th when I was 23 years old. 
uh, that I woke up that one morning with the worst headache ever, and I chose to leave that stuff alone. And and but I, I still I still I still drink beer, but I don't drink beer when I eat steak. But you, you know what I'm okay. saying? You know, it's this certain th- choices that you have to choose to make things go better. I mean, you you have you have to choose not to bring the hate stuff like that to the game of enjoyment. I mean, it's a choice. And if you abuse that choice, you will you will get dealt with and you will get talked about. For real. I mean, and, yep. I mean, it's, it's not cool. It's just it's like when people used to send me emails and stuff on you know MVG Cast and stuff. Wow, this is the worst podcast on the network. You think I care? I mean, okay, you still gonna put it out? Yeah, here. exactly. So what you gonna do? You gonna you can't stop please me? everybody? Yeah, that's the thing. If you if you take heed and try to make everybody happy, no one will because it just won't be either won't be you or it'll be a, a, a contrived force you know entity like some of these other podcasts that i've heard i'm, I'm not trying to talk talk nothing about anybody I, I appreciate everyone out there doing the podcast continue doing it we need, need more love in the community but there's you know there's people that just ain't doing it right so exactly it's, yeah. don't don't get that you know i mean yeah. everybody's got their own flavor and i, I like i like the um mpg uh, brainstorm yeah, yeah oh yeah and, and i love diversity and i love listening to um your podcast too um brainstorm brewery because i want to know about this because I remember back in the day you were talking about Critical Behemoths back in the day before it got big it was like it said yeah this might be like a five six maybe ten dollar car or whatever but back in the day it was like a like dollar fifty you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah so my car shop had like seven I went and bought all of those, and I still have them now. <laughs> Eighteen bucks a piece. <laughs> oh, I would, I would sell them now. Yeah, that's a that's a nice profit right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I've been having people um, who um, at my car shop. I've been wanting them, you know. But I wanted to get my list together of cars I want first before, because basically I just need to sell a couple of them so I get my give me a couple of guys back, you know. So yeah, I would do that because so. it's hot right now. Because like I, I had mine on moto, I had my playset, and I. I got, I sold them plus a couple extras that I had just cause, um, usually there's that hype, you know, they yeah. just won this tournament right now. So it's hot right mm-hmm. now. It's, it's out there and it's starting to taper off. Like it hit a $15 on moto mm-hmm. and then it started to down now. It's like around 12, 13. So it's starting to show the slow, slow decline. Yeah. And unless it wins another tournament, it might, it might dip back down below $10 for you. So I mean, I would say try to get them out now while oh, yeah. they're hot. Yeah. But get, I got more eBay right now. So. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, they're, they're out there. That's the only way I know how to sell cars. That's the easiest way of doing it. But um, yeah, I can't let the wife know. She doesn't like me playing this game. But uh, that's <laughs> another story here and there. But um, let's see here. What else is going on in the community, man? Um, yeah, you tell me. Um, actually, no, no. on that part, we'll wait towards we get towards the end of, end of, end of the cast there. But uh, all right. Um, all right. We've been... Like I said, we've been talking about people playing certain type of decks, playing for this, for that. What type of decks do you see in a scene future that may be in better, or what type of decks that people are not playing that are pretty good? You mean, I mean, I'm not talking like like the whole decks of like certain different combinations, because there's certain things I see out there that can be good, but a lot of people ain't playing it. But I'll go ahead and let you go first. And I'll go ahead and talk about what, what deck I'm talking about. Well, all right, right now I think. Um Definitely Niv Mazette. People, it's not being played in hardcore in the tournament scene, and that, that creature is pretty insane. You're talking about the and, dragon? The six dragon? Yeah. The six dragon, the one where it's 5 5 and Love never that. does damage. Love Shock that heart. dude, man. Love oh, yeah. that dude. 
to the He's pool. insane. Yes. It's just it's just bad in the current meta because there's so much thrag test and yeah. dangerous vanity and it's just like it, yeah. it goes over the top. They could, they could just go over top on him, and I, I've been trying to make him work in the deck. It's just not really. He works in mine. He, he works. He work. He did work. He he's the reason why I won most of my games. So I pulled him out, played that, uh, and, and I and when I draw the cards, uh, that's when I draw all my supreme verdicts, like back to back, poo poo. And that's the reason why I was able to win most of those games. But uh, go ahead, and uh, we'll go, uh, I need to cut you off there. But go ahead and finish up what you're gonna say, man. That's all good. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's a, he's a worker, definitely. When he gets on the play, he decimates the board, he draws cards, um, he's a clock. I mean, he's everything, I think. And I guess we might need to see other, from Gate Crash, there might be other lands that make him more viable. I got him mm-hmm. in a great control deck, you know, where he works pretty well, but I just, there's just so much else going on that, that just trumps him, so it's kind of hard. But, uh, yeah, like I got him in a deck right now, and uh, Cyclonic Rift is another card that I think people are undervaluing. And maybe it might need Simic to come around to have really have a Bant deck that will be, I mean, it works good in the Bant deck, but uh, that, mm-hmm. that card is a blowout. And then you pair that with uh, Rakdos Return. I got one copy of that to Cyclonic Rift and the Grixis Control deck. And I mean, you do Cyclonic Rift it to uh, Rakdos Return, it's just. That's pretty much game over. Everyone exactly can see you can see their heart just break and collapse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's very very something else. He's he's definitely definitely working out. I do like those colors. The colors do really really mean a lot there. But um, one deck that I uh, based on mechanic that I see that it only misses maybe a couple sprinkle a couple pieces on top of it. That I really believe that would be really really good is detaining. Uh, most of the the, the uh, see uh, what's the um, in action injunctions. The but the only part really sucks about them is most of the most of the detainers they're like ones you know one of this you know one power one this you know toughness. So I mean basically it's holding. Um, there's the um, what's the um, Azurius injuster Justicar. They got the yeah. then you got the Rester. You got the Sky Knights and all kinds of stuff like that, whatever. I really believe that there's a twerk in there somewhere that basically where you can hold them off. Because really, it, I, I think if you play like a blue-white type version of that, play four Snapcasters and play start playing Cloud Shifts, you know, snap it back to Cloud Shifts, stuff like that, whatever. And, you know, especially the, um, the Justicar, man. I mean, you go going boom, in a turn... Hit that, hit that, uh, um, hit the play a snapcaster, hit that cloud shift again on that jet, on the just car, hit him back, keep him, you know, keep them locked down. I mean, I mean, that's all the ways I, I, I can, something that I can see that in the future can be good, but no one's really touching on it. So it's kind of hard, you know, think about, all right, what is it missing? What can I put in here? What kind of removal can I throw in here? I mean, basically, type of removal is just basically just like the supreme verdicts, but you really don't want to get rid of your own guys. Yeah, cause I, I mean, like a detained deck is, Definitely more aggro um, tempo yeah. style. You definitely want to keep them on their feet. Like I, I could see Geese of Saint Trap is perfect in yeah. entertainment. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's like what you wanted to open up the field, and he gets through safe every time. So um, the only problem is the Tain is is very creature centric. Yeah. So if, if they're playing a control deck of any type, or you know, creatureless deck, like you're, yeah, a lot of your yeah, deck exactly, and that's the part that where it hurts. That's 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 where it goes. You know, so. But basically, I look at it building a deck. I look at it as like like a shooter. You know, you got your main weapons, but sometimes you may need to throw out that pistol real quick. 
you know so so basically that's why when I, when I build a sideboard that's what I try to do I was like okay if I'm playing against the main control I'm swapping all this in if I'm playing against you know if my meta is heavy zombies I'm bringing in all this removal I mean really it really it only takes one card and that's rest in peace you, you know you take out your snapcasters you know you throw your, your, your um, throw some other other ones in there uh, see what, what's some other good creature that you can place oh uh, agarabolus and stuff like that you know, you know, I mean, in place snapcasters and basically, in you know, take out the zombies with the rest of pieces. You know, saying you know, you get rid of them that way and attacks. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, you have to look at, but so many different ways. You could do that, yeah. Angel Ballas. Um, you could do Restoration Angel, kind of like the the blue white flash decks a little bit, but then gear it gear it with with a detain element. I could, I mean, I could definitely see that working. Um, yeah, I mean, go go a little more creature light, and then use a pike as well, and then exactly. figure out some other ways. The pike is the shit now, man. Before yeah, I was, yeah, a, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, the pike, the pike. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I was the same way. I was like, ugh, the pike. You know, I never thought that was that great, but now playing with it is actually pretty badass. Yeah, it it it's card really good. I had my red station angel up to a twelve, man. Yeah, it's nice. That pike does work. I mean, it it does work, but. Then they uh, start bringing out this. I even had somebody pull a fog on me. Man. I was like, "What?" I I gave him a high five like no other. You played a fog. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, well, you're not upset. Why would I be upset? This kind of stuff I want to see. I want to see people. I've been thinking about playing flogs in the green white deck myself. But you know, but you got now most. If you play a green white deck, it's more particularly a uh, proliferate type deck. Not not proliferate. Uh, populate. Uh, kind of. So. I mean, the the ones that are doing well yeah. are not really populate. I, I like to populate a lot, mm-hmm. and I kind of wish that they were playing populate. But they're using more of the uh, the silver blade paladin, uh, Rancor, yeah. yes, early yes. elves, yeah. and just beating in locks it down, Smiter. You know, just like just just hitting you with damage like real yeah. quick, fast, and making it hard. That Rancor, Rancor is just just, just ugly. Like if you're not able to deal with it and remove the creature no. when you're enchanting them, this is going to stick your mind and just. It's gonna haunt your life. Exactly. There's that one white card that you can get rid of, uh, exile target enchantments. Those kind of cards you need in your sideboard, most definitely. Especially if you're also playing green, just go ahead and play naturalized, cause you, cause that's another thing too. You, everyone, y'all need to look out for artifacts, man. I mean, artifacts are gonna be a really big deal. A lot of people are starting to, you know, sneak in with them because no one's expecting you to play any type of naturalizer, any type of big move on artifacts. So, I mean, that, I, I, to me, that's what I would say to watch out for. Cause I play against a lot of people playing different art, uh, different type of artifacts out there on the field, especially the lanterns. And, um, also I think, I think it's a five drop. You get, uh, add three colors of one color to your deck, whatever type stuff. So. Get the lotus. Yeah, get a lotus. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, I mean, stuff that you gotta watch out for. Cause he laid that down and next turn with the bolus, I just had a scoop link. And I could do it about Yeah. That. <laughs> Stuff like game that. over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, stuff like this, kind of stuff like that, like, that, like that's hard. You got to watch out for. It. So basically, it's definitely something that you need to need to put in your sideboard. But basically, also, you build a sideboard, build it to your meta game. Don't build it from what you see off the internet. You agree? I, I agree. I mean, um, it's definitely something I'm working on. I don't, I don't play FNM. I only got Moto because I can't keep two collections, and I don't really have like a good game store. Yeah, well, local that yeah. I'm able to hit consistently and Friday I'm usually working yeah so yeah, yeah just what you gotta do see me I have a game store around the corner but if I didn't I'll be playing moto most of myself 
you know, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's, it is pretty nice. But uh, yeah, let me ask you some questions about Moto because I'm still kind of skeptical on there. Is there a real? Is there like a Friday Night Magic thing on Moto? No, they got something called Thursday Night Magic. What they, I think, I don't know if they're still doing it, where they try to get people together. But I mean, it, I, I, I just see it as not working because on Moto you're not seeing people. If it's like a Google Hangout, and yeah. you got to see people and it's something like that, and just way yeah. community building. But it's everyone's so distant on a computer and it's such a cold you know personality that you're not going to develop anything with these uh, you know like Thursday Night Magic or anything so no they don't have anything like that you just got to go on there and find I mean they got events playing all the time and they got drafts all the time so whatever you're looking for is like you know you can get it on Moto and do it that way it's just the community aspect is absent which exactly. makes it should work yeah and we're not going to get into because if you want to listen to the other probably recent people's podcast, they'll get a whole thing about the four, the one, one, three, one, one, two, three, four, three, one, whatever they're called. The basically this different type of draft. I'm gonna get into that because you know, drafting is just it's fun, but it's to me it's a waste of money. But um, it, but it, it depends. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. But it's just this on me because I really say because mostly it's because you know I, I'm an okay drafter, but you know. I'm, most thing I like using MDO as for is testing, play testing, because I play both. But now I got on the cockatrice and it's free, so I don't have to worry about wasting you know money buying cars and stuff on there. But normally in the winter time is usually when I do pick up um, you know Magic Online. It's because it's usually, but right now it's what November going on to, close to December. And it's like seventy one degrees outside. You know, so I I, um, I'm over. Here, I live in Texas, uh, Northeast Texas, so. That's beautiful. Yeah, we just we just had some good. Weather. I live in California. And we just had our last bit of good weather. It was those nights like uh, 65, 70. Yeah. So you, you know, originally I'm from Indianapolis. So so right now I'm used to the snow. I, I ain't gonna lie, I miss my my snow so much. But here, it's, you just go outside, and I really hadn't been on moto because the weather's been so great. But if I got like snowed in and stuff like that, whatever, then normally I play moto. You know. So. I see. I see. That makes sense. Uh, but but um um. All right, let's get into because um, I really, really uh, want to talk about these spoilers, but uh, still not, still not quite yet, there, folks. Right now, I just want to get, give me, uh, let's see here, let's say, give me three cards that you like in standard. Uh, I like Armada Worm a lot, even though it's not doing as well as it could Damn, be. It's just that that worm, that's the one that kicked my ass. Okay, but go ahead. Yes. <laughs> I think yeah, it's, it's just brutal. And, yeah, I think that card, you know, um, it's under undervalued, but I don't think it's going to make a big impact because of Drag Tusk and because of Angel of Serenity. It just kind of goes over the top. It fits in there, but not as well. So um, I like that card a lot. Uh, let's see. As much as people are poo pooing, I like Vraska. Even though it's not a super strong card, but I just I, I, I like the, She's nice. the ability. I really want to I really want to make those that that ultimate work out and somehow kill someone with those yeah. tokens. So dude, I'm it's, build the deck. It it, it, it works. It, it really works because if you play it to say to say let's use a card, but just saying this, you played a bug type list right with her with her, then you get the um, one that gives target creature unblockable. That, uh, she doesn't give any creatures and blocks. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's basically, it's like, uh, it's, it's a one drop card. It's kind of like teleport. Target creature gets plus one to turn it into unblockable. It's basically, I'm not understanding that, uh, a blue unblockable spell. I can't remember the name of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the distortion strike. Yeah, yeah. It's like, poop. Game over. <laughs> something like that. So, 
Yeah, this, that 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 would be nice. But go ahead, go yes. ahead and finish up. Yeah, there's something in standard that can make them work. I I, I just uh, I'll figure. I mean, make her work. Excuse me. Yeah. So, <laughs> something. And uh, let's see. I really like Azoria's charm. I. This is like not a big splashy card, and this is something that I really didn't like at first when I saw it. Is, it, is that the white? I, blue I would say, yeah, the white blue okay. one. And I, I don't, I don't know if this is like the biggest card in standard, but this is definitely one that I just, just like because it's out there. But it's, it's powerful for the, for what happens in the archetypes that you're in. Like it, it takes a creature off the board and puts it on top of their deck, which is slowing them down a turn and mm-hmm. then taking their next draw. So it just really gummies up. You know, it, it, it makes it so that you get to those extra turns. And then you just control the game and end it with like a Sphinx's Revelation, which is an insane card. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, if I would say the best card in standard is probably Sphinx Revelation and, and Drag Test, hands yeah. down. But I mean, besides those cards, like, there's, there's other powerful cards, but I like, I like, you know, interesting, not necessarily the most powerful. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with you with that Zorius Charm. Cause the best part that I've seen that it played was their turn. See what? Yeah, third turn, Serenity. You know, then you know next. You know, basically they already played it. They attack with it. You Zorius Charm it goes back on top of the library. You get your stuff back. Then at the end of the turn, then the guy uses the Zorius Charm to uh, pop to draw a card. Basically, would end up would be in the verdict and end up. <laughs> you know, he end up swinging in, take him down to one. He plays his guy. He plays verdict. You know, whatever. Then at that, the guy would just draw lands after that. It was just that was it. <laughs> so basically, like you said, it slows them down. You may get that time, make make get that time to um, go in, but the same stuff stuff like that. But I totally agree with you, Zoris Charms. I really, I really do like that card too. And it's what about you? Which ones do you think are the your top three or cards you like in stand? There's man, there's there's so many. Um, but uh, the first one that I want to talk about to me is Counterflux. I had a lot of people talking about it. It's blue, blue, red. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, they say that it's hard to pull up those colors. But I believe that if you balance, balance your, your, balance your colors right, then you'll, be, then you'll be able to, uh, you know, you better pull it off. I mean, like, no, when I played it, I always had two blue, two red. And all those times that I, I needed, needed it the most, that's when I wish I would have had it in there. But, that's kind of the thing is too, you know, you play the card that you feel that you like, man. That's the whole point about playing this game. It, you know, it's nothing wrong with your suggestions, but if you really feel that this card works really good where you're playing, you should play it. You know, and, and, and that's what I'm doing. I'm playing Counterflux because a lot of, cause mostly it's a lot of mirror matches, man. I mean, a lot of people like playing Syncopates. They like seeing me tap out. They're like, I mean, I have people I'll be like, when I play my Counterflux, like play the creature, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Bam, counterflux. Alright, syncopate. Oh, wait a minute. Darn it, I can't block. I mean, that's, that's the best part about it. That extra little red in that card really what, really what, um, brings it to the table. And I just love to look at people's faces and be like, I can't counter that. Supreme Verdict. Damn, I can't counter that neither. You know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that really, 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 really seems really good in, in, in my book there. So, and, um, let's see here. Where is that other card at here? Um, Right now, so, what's up? What makes you play that instead of dissipate is because you you want to be able to counter their yeah counters without mm-hmm. without 
it, without it being risky encounter. Yes, it, mostly it's just in the, the mirror matches, just or not mirror matches, but in in control base type deck. If you're playing against another control, it's basically that's what you guys are doing. You guys are countering each other left and right, and it's gonna be that one time, like that, like that one time I was telling you about those angels. That one time that if she was playing blue, she would have countered that. I've been I've been jacked up. You know what I mean? So I mean, it, it's certain instances that you, you that you want to play it they, now I say this is more like I said Conflux is not a main decker she's a cyborg card cause I'll say she because she's a she in front of the card but it, I, I said it's more of a cyborg card you want to play this pay. I mean, that's a card you do want to play it's not times of 10 you want to get those cards out of that graveyard but if you're playing one that there other person's playing many different type of the gates um, what's it called um, Spell. the spells stuff like that then that's when this is when you want to play that card I can see that you could definitely win a counter war and just get like yep. a yep. just blow it over because get your card inside. Because also I was reading that some also like if there's like a lot of different cards on the stack, you know, different things on the stack too, you can basically uh, counter all the cards on the stack. That's why I think that's what they said. But mostly what I was really told is that really this overload part is most good for like cycling. A lot of people, I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I really don't know what the whole point is overload is really yet. The overload is good for mostly modern, probably. Yeah. It's, uh, it allows you to, to take out all cards on the stack that are the opponents. So similar to say like the mind break trap. Yeah. But mind break trap is free, so I don't know if people are. Well, the problem is with storm, you got an infinite copy. So in a way, you can play this against a storm deck and end their day, and they just ruin everything, and they'll they'll be pretty much sad for the rest of their life. But uh, in standard, I mean, the only way you I think you're gonna really profit from this to get the overload is. If you're in, if they counter, say you're playing a spell, they counter it. You counter their spell, and then they play another counter to yours. I mean, in essence, you would still be countering the counter. I mean, you're not really going to profit from this. The the benefit is you can target. You can you don't have to necessarily target the spell, so somehow the spell shroud, which doesn't happen. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's mostly going to be for Storm is where you're going to use the Overload. That's the only time it's really going to be relevant when they have multiple spells on the stack at the same time, and you really just don't have that in Standard often. Maybe if they if, if you're in a burn war and, you know, you burn them and they burn you in response, and you counter and then they burn you in response, yeah. you, can, you can do this and then, you know, wipe everything. But, um... You know, it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's a, it's a good it's an okay card. I don't yeah. think it's great, yeah. but it's it's definitely. I think um, there's room for it to do something. And it's it's. Um, I mean, on Moto, you can buy them for five cents right now. Yeah. And I'm and I'm actually gonna buy like about twenty of them, spend a dollar or two just to just to hold on to them because I think there's some potential for this card to go somewhere. Yeah, I think can't, I think next can't set. Counter. Yeah, next set I think they may. Something there that may be kind of funky, but I'm not totally sure. But yeah, um, and you got you got a sure counter here too. It's yes. not a counter that can be countered. So like if there's a spell that you know they can't get out, and you want to make sure they can't get that spell out, you put this on there. Yeah. You don't have to worry about them having a counter war to beat you. Nope. Your spell is going to resolve. Your spell is going to take out that that nasty, nasty Rakdos return. That's going to take all your cards out of your hand, or that Sphinx's revelation that they really need to win the game. And <sighs> love that card. <laughs> So yeah, this card, this card is cool. It just, yeah. It's just, it's just, exactly. So, so what was that? Is that the second one or something? Well, is that still the first one? 
That's the other first one, yeah. Really? Oh hell, I thought it was <laughs> Sorry uh, for interrupting. Oh no, no. I mean that's good. I mean, no, I want you I want you to input. Like I said, man, this is like table talk, man. Let's say what's up. But uh my other card that uh Oh man. I just had it in my head. Oh, okay, yeah, it's okay there. Yeah, the other card that um that I like is it, uh, comes on M thirteen. That really does work. Cause like most cards I'm talking about, I'm not gonna be talking about I think Jace alright. This is what I like. We're talking about what we like. Okay, yes, we know Jace is good. We know Andrew Serenity good. We know Threatened. Everybody knows that those cards are good, okay? We're talking about cards that basically will come under our light that we, when we play it, that's what we like. So, the next card I'm talking about, um, Augur of Bolus. This card helped me win so many games. It's ridiculous. Play at the right time. It'll look at those top three cards. Always was able, for some reason, Supreme Verdict was always there on top. So you know, it's like boom. Okay, and the best part, of, and the best part about this card is when you do it, you have to reveal it, so they know what you got. So like, damn, if I play these angels, he's gonna verdict it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So they gotta play around. Yes. It. So that because he slows you down. Plus, also he's a one-three blocker too. Also, also I had to give a big shout out to uh, uh, my boy um, Evil Beard um, on on Twitter. He's the one that. Uh, Basically, also, you know, so I, I had the cards, but I really didn't think about it. But he really, when I was building this deck, he's like, "Why about Argar Bolus?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" Because he, he's he's one three, and most like, especially when what's called attacks, uh, great cards attack, just, just stood in there strong. You know what I'm saying? So you know, he's my number two pick. I love I, I love that card to death. He's uh he's definitely definitely one of the one one of the greats. And um, let's see here, what is the other one I'm I'm talking about here? Where did he go? Oh crud! He's still here. Oh, and we talked about him earlier. I, you know, I guess I had to put it here. But the um, Niz, Nizit, yeah, yeah, I have to, you know, I got to put a big card in here. Um, like I said, you know, but, but he's not really a card. A lot of people are talking about. Um, but me personally, when when you're able to have something like open on the side, because I think I had uh, two charms open. I play him and pop the creature and draw the card. Was able was able to uh, um, pull one of my hard counters for the next turn to win the game. I mean, small stuff like that. Draw is big, but but it, it, you know, it's, it's he's a very very intimidating card. Yes, he is. He's just a finisher. Like yeah. there's not any finishers in here yet. You can say Angel Serenity. Yeah. Maybe Thrag Test, but yeah, he's like for a control deck. Him yeah. maybe uh the the. Drug spell cat, uh, Reaver. Exactly. That's, a, that's another card that's kind of the radar, but I mean, oh. the card draw it on disguise is insane, and then you can control the board and you can attack the players. I mean, he's a, he's like a $2 mythic on, on Magic Online or like 250 and I think this card definitely has room to, to increase in value. Once, once someone else figures out a deck, uh-huh. you got a patch shape on here that, that, that breaks the PT with this card because this card is primed to do good things, so. That's all it takes in the car ten dollars easily, maybe even more. Exactly. So, yeah, because I went. He he's not the type of car that you you play right away, right? He's more of a you wait, you wait, you know, let them set their base up. Then, because I really I really don't like playing them until I have eight, about eight, unless I have to. If I don't have to, I like to wait till I get about eight lands out so I can play them and bust them. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you want to bust them or have a counter backup just for the turn. Then bust yeah, them at the exactly. Game. In a turn, boom, bring them back up. You know, start picking people, start picking them off. Get those cards drawn. Get that. Uh, uh see what's what's um, which got thinks uh, revelation out. You know, stuff like that. So, you know, you know, get drawing's big, man. Drawing's really, really big. So basically, that's basically our our top three. I think that's enough. I think it's um, 
getting uh, towards the end of the show here. But before we go, uh, my homeboy Marcel was telling me, it's like, yeah, man, have you uh, checked out the spoilers yet? And I was like, what are you talking about the spoilers? And I, I, I went on this. It's like, no, spoilers for Gate Crash. And I looked at them, I'm like, oh, shit, you got these logos already? But yeah, these cars are, some of these cars in here are simply ridiculous. Um, you know, since, um, Marcel, uh, he's the one that, you know, brought it to my attention. I think it's an air right to have him, um, go down the line here. And, um, we'll start off with the, with the planeswalker. Uh, go ahead and uh, bust him down, man. And we'll just talk about each one here real quick. And we should be done after that, man. All right. So this is a planeswalker, Dami Ray, Friday. Uh, excuse me, I'm not the best pronouncing Neither am I, so that's why I had you go first. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, one colorless uh, green red. So it's a three mana for a planeswalker with three loyalty counters. It's a plus one. It's look at the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, you may reveal it and put it into your hand. Uh, it's negative two. Loyalty is target creature you control fights another target creature. And then negative seven is you get an emblem with creatures you control have double strike, trample, hexproof, and haste. Three. Three. Oh my god. Three, dude. Real. Three. I, I, I didn't, I didn't look at the, the, the mana cost before. Three. Oh my god. Oh man, this car is gonna be. <laughs> Seriously. This car, I, 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 I love it. I'm, I'm getting a playset of it. And, and I love it that it's red-green, too, because that car falls right in when Huntmaster fails. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, but I'm, I'm not as big of a fan of the card as you are. I I do think it's um, nice. I don't think it's as powerful or as hard to fit in to say the top decks. Yeah. But it definitely in the FNM decks, you can, you can make yeah. this card sit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because the uh, reason I like it is because... Other, um, also, you know, look at the creature, but the, the fight abilities, because other, you know, type of cards in green, that, you know, you basically, you know, because I really, then I feel like there's, um, that one card, um, uh, the one that everybody used to, uh, green that everybody used to play against, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Delver and stuff, because when he flips, he does, or he taps, he does two damage to target creature with flying. Uh, what is that card's name? Uh, okay, we know what I'm talking about though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically, you know, the whole fight basis, you know, type decks, I feel that that card can, can take you there. But, uh, let's go ahead and go to the second one. Yeah, uh, my, my thing, I just want to speak on oh, this oh, card. Oh, uh, go ahead. The, the plus one ability, I mean, even if your deck is all creatures, you're still like a 50% drawing a card. Mm-hmm. The fight ability is good, but you're losing two yeah. out of, out of your three counters. So when it comes off, you're only able to fight one and then maybe. So it makes him kind of vulnerable, and he doesn't have a way to protect himself, which, you know, yeah. a lot of planes yeah. blockers you to have. But yeah, you do have green red. Green red could have explosive turn one, turn two. Mm-hmm. And and if anything, from red last round, they could, like, they got big creatures. So you, the fight ability may be more relevant. I don't know. It's, there's, there's room for it. And the emblem, I mean, if you get that emblem, your your creatures are just, you're winning the game. Exactly. But I think the main of, main of why I'm so excited of it is because, um, I don't know if you if you play duels of planeswalkers or anything like that on like yeah, Xbox or anything. I got on the uh, the iPad. iPad, okay, yeah, yeah, basically same thing. You, you know, it's just some of those decks that I see on there, especially like the the, the um the green blues of that decks like that. It's like decks I want to play, and I just, when I see this creature, that's why I think I think of duels of planeswalker type based deck building with this. You, you know, playing humongous things, playing playing the red, um, playing the red. Um, 
blowing out the creatures or whatever, you know, the coming down the line with a hell rider or something like that, whatever. Um, you know, got the goblins out here and there, you know, got somebody, you know, you got your natural license to blow this up here or, you know, or you just got your um, other spells, the um, giant gross and stuff like that, whatever, you know, saying this. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like that. That's like okay. I'll blow you guy up with this, um, you know, or just put a flame this guy, get out of here, swing with my my little one one. Oh, on top of that one, boom, giant growth, swing for four, boom, stuff like that. So that's why I get excited when I see this deck. I mean, see this card. So that's fair. That's fair. Okay, it's a card to be excited about. I can say that regardless. It may not be the most powerful planeswalker, but it's still a pretty cool planeswalker. Yeah, exactly. Please let Jay, uh, not Jay's beginning be white red. But anyway, go ahead to the next one. <laughs> Alright, so this is Oralia. Yeah. Oralia the Warlord, the War Leader. Sorry. So it's uh, two colorless, two red, and two white for a 3 4 legendary creature angel. Okay, so it doesn't pass the battle test. It got haste, it's got vigilance, and flying. Pretty bad. What else does it have? It can't be just that. <laughs> oh. So. So when Oralia, the war leader, attacks for the first time each turn, untap all creatures you control. After their phase, there's an additional combat phase. What? What? What are you? Oh man! What are you serious? Can you get attacked twice? Yeah, this this card is <laughs> insane. I could imagine this in, like, say, a Naya deck. Yes. With, you know, with a silver blade paladin yes, and a rank brother. four on your creatures and. You could just do this. All right. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't. That's why I kind of. That's why I'm kind of glad. I was like, okay, I was gonna read the cards, but no, I'm not gonna read them. I was gonna look at the pictures. They look pretty cool. I'm not gonna read them because I want the, want the audience to get my full reaction when I hear these cards. Yes. Oh, untap all, man. Mm. Yeah. I mean, really, just think about. It. Just like you said, if you're playing the, the green, white, red, you know, band, you know, type. Just, 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 just say that that turn you played a model worm, whatever, something like that, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, and you, you know, they're, you know, they're all, you know, tough, whatever. You know, then she comes in. You, swing, I mean, that's game. I mean, she's a finisher. She's like a, a game over. Yes, game yeah, over. Yeah, imagine, yeah. imagine you curve in. You got thrag tusk at five, and you curve into this. Yes. Okay, you tackle your thrag tusk. Oh, I'll block your thrag tusk, but now your beast token. The next will have a, an attack phase. Same, same turn. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I mean, this card is ridiculous. I mean, really, even the other, um, let's see here. I don't have my finder with me here, but the other red, white one is, I think, that one costs seven. Um, the, the one from, was it? Oh, from, uh, Abyssin Restored. Yeah, Abyssin Restored, the, yeah. Bruna, I believe. Or? Yes, she's seven. And her abilities is nowhere near as badass as this. I mean, don't get me wrong, she, she, she blocks down damage. You only take half the damage that you take. Plus, in you know, you do double that damage. So if you play something, you do damage here. You know, you play uh, what um, what's called um, incinerate, whatever. You know, she still take three, take six, you know, stuff like that. But this is crazy, and, she, and it's less. Yeah, it's, it's, it, the less is the big part. It costs a six, means it definitely see play a lot, lot sooner, and it, it fits really good into our aggro strategy. You know, like you, you, know, you could just really hit that board and this card, make them, make them hurt, and just really end it. Like this card they kind of to, to my legacy reanimator deck. 
The, the interesting part about this card, I think, is that the ability untap all creatures you control. Yeah. Usually, whenever they have these type of cards where you get an additional combat stage, it's only the creatures that attack. Yeah. So you can actually now, if you have, you know, mana dorks, your mana dorks can have an additional. They untap. They don't necessarily have to attack, but they can still use their ability twice each turn. Right. If you have something that taps and. So you have an additional way of using this. is 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 more incidental. It may not work correctly with a say an aggro deck, but you never know if there might be a repeater, tapper, or something in in the deck. So right. it, it it definitely opens it up. It's a new space that I haven't seen used before. Exactly. Yeah. Cause pretty much you open that up with um 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 paladin. Him open. You do your thing. You come back. And then you equip those together. Swing. I mean, like I said, that's. Like I said, we got Rancor on one, another one, that's game. I mean, that's, that, this is, this is game. And I love this card because basically, it, it, the only part sucks that it's legendary. I, but with abilities like that, it has to be. It cannot yeah. be just a regular card. It's not to be crazy though, but still, I mean, as, it seems like they don't want us to have the Titan type abilities anymore. I'm glad. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. You said you liked the White Titan. I, I, oh, I well, thought the Titans were cool, but yeah. I hate it. Only because I like playing Solar Flare, but I can play it in Extended. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like it's not like it's gone. Like my shop, we play Extended and stuff, though. But it's just just the, the type of abilities I like. But, I mean, this works for me, though. I mean, I mean, it, it, I like it kind of better because I don't have to worry about any other extra turns. Pretty much this card is done. And once it's down, you're done. Game over. Let's go ahead and yeah. scoop. Basically, it's like playing um uh, the Seven Drop Planeswalker. Um the one that is cycled out. Oh, I, I'm sucking Karn. names. Karn, yeah, Karn, yeah. Playing the Karn, you know, nine out of ten. Last time they're gonna scoop because you start just getting rid of all the crap. So that is freaking amazing. All right, let's. Um, we can talk about this card all day, <laughs> but uh, let's go on down. Go, uh, go ahead to the the next card. Right, this next card is called Hellkite Triant. Triant. I don't know, Hellcat Triant. Yeah. It's uh, four colorless, two red, six. or a six five. Um, creature is a dragon. It's got flying and trample. That's okay. Now, this other ability, which I had haste, yes. is uh, when Hellkite Triant deals combat damage to a, a player, gain control of all artifacts that player controls. Wow. I mean, it would have been good in the last set. Yes. And then, you know, swords. <laughs> Then also has another additional text that's you know kind of cool is at the beginning of your upkeep if you control twenty or more artifacts you win the game, huh? which yeah, it's, it's cool I guess for the bonus it's not really going to be used much but um, you know I mean it's a, it's an okay card I definitely think it's casual fair I don't think there's an, enough artifacts where this is going to no. be relevant. Well um, I really think that they probably thought that the little the little um, little charms whatever that you connect the card to this card gets ready gets this I really thought I guess they thought that 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 was going to you know, it'd be a big hit with everybody. Oh, okay, we got swords, so we can equip these. And who's gonna run? No one's like, forget it. You know, that just slows us down. So, you know, that's another thing I'm thinking of. Unless, unless the, I don't know if they're gonna be bringing about any swords of gate crash, but uh, they're not gonna test swords ever again. I think uh, they they talked about how they were just overpowered and they were like artifacts from Mirrodin uh-huh. that they that they said they had to complete the cycle. And that they were undercosted for what they were, and that's the only reason why they were in scars is because they had to complete the cycle just mm-hmm. to keep the players feeling as good. But they felt that they were just too powerful, and that they're not going to we're not going to see any more um, swords. It's, it's pretty much done for the swords. So get them while you can because they're, they'll they'll constantly do nothing yep. but go up at this point. Yep, got mine. It ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that yeah that one's all right. Not really worth any more talking about that one. That one was like yeah. Oh. 
Okay, let's go on to the next one here. Yeah, and I just want to mention all these cards are mythic uh, rares, so if anyone's worried about the, the rarity on this. So the next one is Boar, Boarboard, Borgrim Mill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some, yeah, some crazy. Um, what's up with these people in these names, man? That's ridiculous. Anyway, go ahead. Four poor I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, just call him Bobo. Bobo, there we go. Yeah, there we got go. Bobo, Bobo then Rage. Rage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's his new name. You guys know it now. Yeah, Had exactly. it first on NPG Brainstorm. That's right, Bobo. <laughs> So this guy's a uh, four colorless, two red, and two green for a seven six legendary Cyclops. That's uh, pretty expensive. Yeah, pretty. Now he's got trample. Now, whenever Bobo deals damage to a combat combat damage to a, um, a player, reveal the top three cards of your library and put all land cards revealed this way into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. And then you may discard a land card. And Bobo deals three damage to target player or creature. Yeah. Mm. Eight. I know. For eight, it's like you kinda wanna reanimate him. Yeah, and he yeah, he's definitely a reanimator. So I can see him in a like a crater who's type, you know, reanimate type stuff, but but he like I say he doesn't he doesn't come down on you hard. Really, it's yes. only when he does damage to you. Oh yeah, only you need this damage, and you get, and then you get three cards, and if they're all lands, you might be able to do what nine points damage. Yeah, it yeah. seems like a lot of work. It doesn't seem like it's going to get there at all. It's no, but casual. I, I, I can't see him. I really, if you, if you gonna play him, you have to play a haste type deck. You, you have to get that, um, uh, that uh, fever, 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 go with card, the three drop. You gonna have to get cards like that out on the field to make Akim even worth it. That's the only way I, I can see it. Mostly like the Hellkite Dragon, all the kind of, yeah, the, and this, then this man Bobo here, uh, that's the only way I, I can see him being good. You, you had, they had to have haste on him. Or, I, I feel he's more, this cat's pay more of a commander. Yeah, probably definitely commander. Yeah, yeah. Eh, he, he comes down kind of sick in commander, and if you're able to build up, I mean, that many lands. Yeah, you could do a lot of damage with that. So somehow, if you're able to have what, four lands in hand, three, four lands, you're able to mm-hmm. do something nasty. Or if you had a bunch of lands that you're able to draw a lot, and then win. I, I mean, it just seems like you got to take a lot of work. And then yeah. being green red is not the colors for that kind of combo style deck. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it, yeah, it just seems kind of not working. Yeah, like, see, see with him, like he's definitely a reanimator card because. Cause basically, most of the cards in my Reanimator deck, my Legacy deck, you know, they're most of the creatures aren't my color base. But the way I got them out, I got in tune, you know, stuff like that, and you know, able to get them out quickly. You know, so so basically, that's that's what you had to do with him. I mean, either Commander or a Legacy Modern type uh, Reanimator to, to get him out quick. But you gotta have that haste, cause if you don't, you know, boom. But if you do get him out, it's it is game. I will say that you swing you swing on him and. You do seven, yeah. do seven, you do seven him, then you like say you got three, three cards in your hand, so that's, you know, that's 10, 13, 16 amount of damage right there, I and mean, that's pretty much like I say, a game ender. By that time, you do get him out, that's all it takes, maybe down to six life, whatever, okay, discard these two lands, game over. So, you true. Know. I mean, that's, that, that's a dream situation, so oh, I, yeah. I say, oh, yeah, all in all, we're gonna pass on the guy. Oh, no. But, too bad, too bad, Bobo, you know, you had the opportunity to have it, you got a really cool name, but yeah. you're not gonna make it. No, you're not. <laughs> Nine standard and uh, really pushing the where else in name size reanimator, but uh, um, 
Alright. Yeah, it's good. It's going to the next one. So this one's called, uh, Enter the Infinite. This costs eight colorless mana and four blue. So twelve casting spell. Oh. I, I have definitely not a standard type card. <laughs> I, I don't know what, what, what you bring that. I'm sure there's some type of metrocity you got up there in legacy that you can use to get this card out, so. Well, yeah, I mean, well, what the card does is the sorcery. You draw cards equal to the number of cards in your library, and then put a card from your hand on top of your library. You have max, no maximum card hand size until your next turn. So basically, you draw your whole library, you put one card back on there, so you're not going to deck yourself next turn, and you got to use all the cards in your hand that turn, and you can do whatever you want, you know, until your next turn. So you can do it on your on your opponent's turn. So I mean. Sure. Yeah, like you're saying, you don't see what you can do with this. Uh, I do think, uh, Omniscience, the, the 10 casting costs, uh, enchantment where all your, you may cast any card without paying its casting cost. Uh-huh. You know about that one from yeah. M13? Yes. Yeah, I think this could only work in that deck. Yeah. It's very, this card, like I said, we're not going to spin it after this. We just call that it because, like I said, there ain't really much. And right now we, you know, I was trying to stay on the, on the whole standard base of it, but, uh, there's all well, actually, I actually so. think you could do them in standard. Really? And, and oh, honestly, like, um, I mean, because it's so reanimator, so over the top, and it's so mid rangey that if you're able, I, I played an Amissian's deck actually, mm-hmm. and I, I made it work, and you're able to get those spells, and you ramp up to ten mana. It's not too oh, hard to control the deck. Yeah, and once you drop that, you hit this, and basically you won the game. If you drop this after you drop Amissian's, you should win the game based off of what's in your deck, and you should have enough different combos and you can play basically every spell in your deck for free that turn so i think i think there's maybe an opportunity it's probably going to be an fnm deck but i'm pretty sure i can make this card work in standard never know like i said like i said if you see a brother man then i i don't like i said that you know i'm not really much on the other other um, you know i do a little bit legacy i am trying to dib on the modern now because basically you know i have all my I have like what one two three four five six about another twelve in room a box is full of cards so so basically I what from was it Meridian Siege on pretty much I have you know but pretty much good enough cards to build some decent then touch on the, from little little cards later on you know so but yeah with stuff like that you know really that's that's why I'm kind of glad that you're on here because you. See, this is why I'm talking about tabletop, man, because like, I really wouldn't know nothing about like this. Cause, you know, it's like, hey, it's like this, this is what I see, this is what you can do with it. Like, oh, okay, I see it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's that's, that's good jazz right there, man. Right on. Yeah, I'm, I'll figure something when I get the deck together. I'll shoot you a, a playlist and let you work on it and let you see it. But it, it definitely will be tuned enough that it'll it'll win something. I, I see. I, I mean, at, at 12 mana, I was looking at this like this card's impossible to play yeah. correctly. But I think there's an opportunity for it, and I think it would be really cool for me to be able to cast this card and watch the other people on the other side just cringe in their seat. Exactly, man. Yeah, look, um, before, um, before we go here, man, I want you to get your, your insight, your little, you know, insight information on this. But um, I feel right now, even going to extended or you know, just stopping at modern, whatever. Modern is basically to me, I consider modern legacy because basically stop the name. But we're right now, we're, let's go with standard. All right, just straight standard, nothing else, nothing else. Pass on there. I still f- believe that there is still some c- 
combinations, some ideas, some little twerks that that's out there on deck that that can be built. Cause nothing, I look at it this way. A lot of people, they're not, uh, they're not, they're not. You really don't get that many brewers really anymore, man. I mean, normally they wait until Gil Star City games and wait to see with. I mean, nothing wrong with uh, with, you know, with shaping and, and uh. And the other cats from Channel Fireball and all that stuff, uh, Chris, uh, Conley Woods and stuff, and uh, uh, LSV. There's nothing wrong with them. The dude, them guys, that, uh, Sam Black, all them, they're excellent deck builders. I'm not talking about their skills or anything like that because their deck building is great. I love what they play and I like playing them too. It's just the people are not are not really doing the brewing anymore, man. They're waiting to see what somebody else plays so they can play it. Where, I mean, that, that, basically that's what it is. Cause back in the day, it was all about brewing because there was no, really no internet really looking to see what's going out there. But now everybody's waiting to see what the next person is going to play. I really think that we should get back to the old school ways, man, and, and, and get back to building the decks how we used to. I, I agree with you. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a brewer from the heart and I hate playing net decks and, mm-hmm. um, I could say, I have fell victim to playing net decks recently just because I haven't had time to brew. I've been so busy with work. Like, a, that's different though. I mean, if you got time to brew, I mean, you could, I need a deck to play. I don't know what to play. Let me see what I can find. That's different. But if you got the time to build it, man, I mean, but, but you have the heart in it, but you doing it, it makes you feel bad. I mean, so that makes, that makes it okay. It does. It hurts me. Like I, I, I keep, I keep, um, hearing the cars calling to me. I got my collection. They're saying, Marcel, play with me. So. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I got my busy season with work has pretty much ended and I'm going to be having a lot more time. So I'm going to now be spending a lot more time brewing and, and thinking of cards. I actually got like a, a streaming I'm going to do. Probably get you on sometime. Yes, most definitely. It's called Brewski Bistro. Um, <laughs> got, yes. Man, so man, man all brewing. your stuff deals with food, man. I mean, in, in a way. <laughs> yeah, brewery, try to drink some beer and get some drink. Then they got Bistro. Now maybe maybe want some... Uh, some um some salami salami sandwiches, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. Shit, I might actually do a barbecue on there, you know, real time, and you can hey, see the barbecue hey, in action. That that hey, do you barbecue? I barbecue right side of my, right side of my place too. Sounds good to hey, me. <clears throat> I had to make a hat. I had the barbecue cam outside. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. But go ahead, please. Yeah, so, go ahead. Yeah, so I was gonna get that started up more brewing, but yeah, I think people need to get back to brewing. I, and it's I think it's the cards is people are just not being creative. They see these cards and they just want to follow the crowd. Yeah. And sure. Sure. Drag test kind of does limit what's out there, but you can work around drag test. Yeah. So just right. Kind of limit stuff. And there's these decks, but there's decks that are coming out. You got aggro that's been doing well recently, even in the face of drag test. Yeah. And you got these, um, I mean, green, white still, there's, there's powerful decks, but for less powerful, if you, if you not knock down your expectation level down a little bit, you're not like okay I'm going to try to grind out this PTQ and beyond this old hype and you go have fun you can create these cool decks with these cards that aren't being used as much and have a lot more fun with it and do your brewing and I think through that it may create your creative juices and you'll find a deck that is competitive but if you don't put your expectation too high and say I gotta make nothing but creative brew competitive brews yeah. and start to play around a little bit I think that's that's what people need to get back to is starting having fun with brewing and quit making it uh a job. I mean, it's great to have other people play your decks and be in tone for, you know, I'm the deck brewer that came up with this deck that's now being used. But, yeah. you know, sometimes, sometimes it's good to have fun with your decks and have, and, and get back to the spirit of what it is. Exactly. And, yeah, and I hope, I, I think, uh, I, Magic, I, one of the, the moves that they did with Magic Online is they, they, don't, they used to post every 
deck that did did well um, in their daily events, and now mm-hmm. they're only doing one per day. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the purpose of that is to, to make it so that people are doing more brewing exactly. and they got less information. I don't know necessarily how I feel 100% if I'm against this, but I think it's good that it's making people in a way, forcing people to get out there and really play with your cars and just, you know, come with your own creation. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because like we were talking about the you know, creative car to use, just saying, you know, how the other podcasts talk about this, but I feel same way they do, but uh, Essent Backlash, Using that, yeah. using that on the threat touch, you know, okay, okay threat touch, no, counter, oh, and you take five. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like, ah, like, man, that's kind of cards that, you know, you need to look at. I mean, like, oh, it's a four man in calls. I need my, everybody's on the whole thing. I think, uh, man leaks spoiled everybody. My spell cast needs to be two, no more than two, which it was one. I mean, come on now. I mean, really? When have what's, you, what's up? I mean, in a way, but then and, and it's not because so, everything's going like dissipate now. D- three yeah. is the new two. Yeah, exactly, uh. exactly. But I mean, I mean, it's 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 a card that when I played it Friday, nobody was expecting it was playing threat to us. Like, okay, uh, I'm down to eight here. Uh, okay, I'm about to keep five. He was counting his fingers like five. Here, he's me here, and then I need to just like okay, uh, threat to us. That's a backlash. All right, now, <laughs> now you're down to two. All right, in a turn, um, in a turn, uh, um. um Incinerate. Damn. Game over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> yeah, Man. I mean, because you get a lot more out of your 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 card here, and there's there's so many big cards that people are dropping. Yeah. I mean, even outside of Reanimator, Reanimator still doing Angel yeah. Serenity. It's and on an Angel Serenity. The game's slow, man. I mean, when when you like when you look at Star City games, you see. So like, look, they got like twelve lands out. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, the game is not fast like it used to be anymore. I mean, the game is really, really, to me, as I see, really has slowed down a little bit. I mean, people draw, uh, people are drawing their lands, people are playing 25, so lands in, in their deck, you know, so they're starting to play, starting to slow down a little bit. Unless you start getting to play against those red deck win type decks, whatever, but normally out of 10, if you're not, if they're not really playing zombies or anything fast, it's pretty much slow. I've been getting like turn go, turn go, turn go. They use about turn four or turn five, that's when everything starts kicking off. Yeah, you know that's what I see. So, so a four drop essence scatter like that. I mean, extra backlash like that will work. So the only problem is you gotta keep open that that four mana. Yeah. But if you're able to do stuff with that mana yeah. on your opponent's turn and and not telegraph that you actually have that spell in hand, yeah, it, it, it's a good trump for yeah. for dragons. I think so. You gotta think be patient. You gotta be patient because most of the games that I lost on Friday, this one that we're talking about, that I lost on Fridays, I got over exaggerated. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and place creature now. Boom, go. He had no creatures. I didn't have no creatures, uh, and I had plenty enough stuff to get rid of stuff. And but I, I got greedy. And I played, and when he jumped, he dropped that murder worm on me. Then he proliferated it. Then it was pretty much game over after that. If I would have waited, I would have scattered him and hit him for five. Then I would have won the game. But let's see. If you play the control, bet you know base decks with it. Play slow. Play off them. Don't play off your hand. I mean, if you're able to, you know, you got six men out, you're able to play like an Agra Bolus or something like that, whatever, they get in between, yeah, but, I mean, you got to balance out your time, know what your player is playing. Because me, when I play, like, if I got to buy, I'm walking around the tables. You know, there's nothing wrong with you getting to look and see what people are playing. I mean, you got to scout. Yeah, you got to scout out see what you're going to play with. Because you kind of, you know, who wins, you kind of know who you're going to play. You got to scout out, scout, out, scout out see what's going to play. Then Now, don't be the scumbag. That's okay. As soon as you hear the person that you're playing, you know, at FNM, you're going to play, then you run to your sideboard and throw those cards in your deck real quick. Say, oh, I'm going to change yeah. my sideboard. And don't be that type of punk. 
I'm not saying do anything like that. I'm saying you know what to prepare for. So you know if you do lose that game, you know exactly what you're waiting for. You know something like that. I mean, like I said, if, now if it was it was if it was illegal, or not right to walk around the tables, then you shouldn't do it. I mean that's I mean that's what I do. I mean I like, but it's within the rules. And it's yeah. not like you skirting the rules. This is I mean this has been part of Magic ever since it is. It's, it's the benefit of you finishing your games quicker. Yeah. And in essence, you playing aggro decks. It, 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 you know, kind of the way, but, uh, I mean, and, and it's, it's, it's all, it's all honest. I mean, like, like he's saying, like you were saying, um, don't, you know, it's pre-sideboard. That's, that's the scumbag. You know, yeah. if you're going to play magic and if you can't win, you know, honorably, why are you even playing this game? Why don't you go do something else with your time? Exactly. Like, if you really think, you think it feels good that, oh yeah, sure, you try to win those packs. Yeah, that, that feels good. But are you really beating somebody by cheating? Are you really, are you taking it there? Are you that good? No, you're, you're still just a sideline player that just happened to trick a couple people to get what you got. And it doesn't mean you got any play skills. So the only thing you can do is build your play skill, get your game up. Cause exactly. you get your game up, you're going to win. So it's, it's, it's like saying, you know, you don't believe in yourself. Exactly. You uh, All right. Uh, let me help you out here, folks. We, uh, I'm going to tell you the best way to think about when, if you think about doing the best thing to think about when you do that, just think of, me Van Damme in your ass. <laughs> think about that. You seen all the Van Damme movies? You see his little kick he does. Yeah, this 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 thing about it. so you touch that sideboard and just get wow, wow. Yeah, Van Damme. Yeah, think of that. Yeah, because that. Yeah, because that's exactly what's going to happen to you, man. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's it's not fair. You sit there trying to be slick and uh, you know all giddy giddy with it and stuff. Then then a young cat comes by and checks out and see what you're doing. I mean, that's not cool, man. Really, it's not cool at all. Yeah, and one thing I don't like is people have pre-releases that you know work with their friends and then trade the cards that they don't need, so they got the perfect pre-release deck. Is this like, uh, you know? really? Oh, yeah. Don't give me. Oh my god, that you can that, tell. Yeah. You can tell they. Got yeah. yeah. That's you know, whatever. It, 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 I mean, it sucks that they win. I wish there's a way that you could beat the people that that cheat and really make give it to them, but yeah. I mean, got the odds stacked against them exactly yeah i feel you on that man but um that's pretty much it here folks uh what thing we pretty much we talked about enough scumbags and talk about um, uh some of the pre-leases and stuff and everything but uh once again mr marcel sir i want to thank you for uh coming here and jumping on the podcast man we're gonna have to uh, you got time like this doing again man we're gonna i'll have to get you on here a little bit more often because i think i got we got Scotty Mac on like four or five times, so yeah, we need to get you caught up. And uh, Mr. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Chris uh, Lansdale, if you're listening, you need to get on the podcast. Uh, Kev Mel, you need to get on the podcast. And really, um, this may sound crazy, but uh, one homie that I've really been wanting to get on here, and, you know, just because, just because his his um his uh, Canadian funk side, I always want to get here to talk to stuff with us, uh, uh, Mr. Jay Boosh, man. I mean, that's that's my homie right there, man. The way he be talking to folks, like, get the fuck out of here. That's for <laughs> sure. I mean, he, he, he's a trip, man. I enjoy every time he talks, man. I see him get a little smile on my face, man. So, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, definitely want to get my homie Jay Bush on here and stuff and everything. So, but uh, that's part about pretty much it, man. Um, give out the shout outs, man. You, you know, you know how it is. Get up, must don't matter how much shout outs you got, man. Give them all out, man. Give them to your people's. Uh, but yeah, give a big, uh, big shout out to your your homies on your cast. Yeah, big shout out to uh, Ryan, Corbin, and Jason. Uh, Brainstorm Brewery. Catch us on MTG Cast. Uh, we also have BrainstormBrewery.com. It's a great podcast. I have a lot of fun with that. 
great guys uh, check it out if you haven't heard this one um, shout out also to you know, Scotty Mack Jay Boosh the A-Team uh, Kevin Metal and uh, Matty Studios over there I guess we're gonna do a big in Vegas we're gonna have the <laughs> vacation house there are you gonna be able to make it out there oh no man I, I ain't gonna my, own, I, my wife have a trip you going to Vegas <laughs> without me oh hell no yeah, then plus, you know, I'll, I'll miss Baby Girl too much if I try to go and leave that, so. That's fair, that's fair. It was, it's gonna be insane, and we're gonna have probably special video cast, we're gonna do Booze Cube, we're gonna, we're gonna make a, an event out of this, it's gonna yeah. be a podcast house, so check that out, and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to Monday Night Magic, that was the podcast yeah. on the first time. Chewy! Chewy and Jack. Chris Otwell, definitely shout out to you guys, you guys are holding it down over there for MTG Cash, you guys are, making it happen for all these podcasts out there so people if you can make a donation yes, give, them, give them give them a couple bucks i mean it doesn't hurt and you're getting free content and they're really not out there to make any money off of this exactly you know? it, it, all their money goes strictly to keeping the site open and, you know i mean you listen to cast and, and ain't no jazz you know, about what they do that's that's what they do and if it wasn't if, i'm telling you i'm just going to tell you the story real quick before we go I was just looking for a podcast to listen to. And I was like, I'm sure there's a magic podcast up there. I type it in, and that's the first thing that popped up. Then all of a sudden, I'll start listening. I'm like, wow, I can do that. And I did it, and I'm still going strong. And, you know, I'm still getting a lot of feedback from people out there. And, and appreciate it. Hey, man, I'm loving your way. I'm getting so I don't know what it is, what's going on out here. But whoever's, you know, give me the word out there saying, hey, this is a good podcast to listen to. Because, like, the past week, I had, like, 10 people... Um, uh, start following me on Twitter and stuff, and people tell me, "Hey, I love you, Cass. Keep it up, blah blah blah." All kind of on that bougie bougie. Man, I was like, "Yeah, it feels good. It really feels good." So, like I said, if you can donate money to MG Cast, please do that because they are the ones that really have that side that really got me to end what I'm doing now. But also, if um, uh, if you want to check out the show early, and if you you know you got one of those with phones, you can also go to um go to my website um www.mttbrainstorm.com If you got any uh, ideas, decks, anything about the show, just want to say what's up, you can email email me at mttbrainstorm at gmail.com and uh, basically all the information out. But once again, Mr. Marcel, I'm going to give you a round of applause, brother, man. I appreciate it. Man, I, Thank I, you, I, sir. I, I had to say this is definitely you and Scotty, man. You guys hold it down, man, and, and I appreciate other people from the podcast community out there coming on Come on the show and uh, getting on. So uh, I'm about to call you out, Mr. Lansdale, Mr. J. Bush, calling you out right now. Y'all need to get with me, man, and uh, get your get your asses up here on the cast. You know what I'm saying? But uh, once again, this is your boy Tyrone here uh, with the MT Brainstorm. I'm here with my homeboy Marcel. Uh, I want to thank y'all for listening, and y'all be easy out there, man. Later on. Later. Don't get Van Damme chopped. I damn that ass. You get an emblem with creatures you control have double strike hash proof. Oh my god! <laughs> that chick, I don't know if that's a chick, whatever or not, but damn! <laughs> <laughs>